0: Hello and good day everyone. Welcome to another episode of Magic the First Pioneer's podcast. This podcast is all about the Pioneer format and we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Pioneer. I'm your host, Kevin Finkel, joined here with my co-host. Hey everybody,
1: it's Ryan, the uh, cardboard samurai out of the uh, Tokyo area of Japan.
0: All right, and we are just getting into it because there are some new spoilers coming out. Uh, You know, we always do a full spoiler episode where we go over, you know, color by color, all of the biggest things that may or may not have an impact on Pioneer. But we just had kind of our first teasers of the new mm-hmm. set. Uh, we kind of want to just, you know, chat through these, get an idea of what we're liking, what we think is going to be exciting, uh, as well as, you know, kind of just give an idea of like, oh, hey, these are the mechanics. What do we like to see out of those mechanics if they print those cards? Yeah,
1: and if it's okay with you, I'd also kind of like just to talk about the current situation of of um, uh, artifacts in general, you know, in Pioneer. You know, like uh, just kind of talk about, you know, what, what are... What are we missing? What would we like to see in you know this this new set? You know as the spoilers keep coming out, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. Um, so, if you don't mind me starting off with a question before we get into like these new spoilers and stuff like that, let's kind of talk about what what would you say are the most played uh, or the most popular artifacts in the Pioneer format right now.
0: Ooh, the most popular artifacts in the Pioneer format. You know, I think right away uh, to Unlicensed Hearse. Mm-hmm. That one just being a sideboard card for Graveyard Hate in pretty much every deck that plays it. Um, After that, you know, I think a little bit about a lot of the Karn board options. I think about the Parheleon mm-hmm. deck, as well as the vehicles showing up is in some other like decks. like a, a Chariot, kind of range card Yeah, Seekest Chariot and um, Boat.
1: Oh yeah, Sky Sovereign's really hit, or I would say, its stock has really gone up over the last few days, or the last few weeks.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, last few weeks, you know, really this season.
1: Really happy to see that. Um, I would also say Witch's Oven for the Sack decks.
0: That's a good one. Yeah, Witch's Oven. You know, that, that deck has a handful of artifacts. It's got the Witch's Oven, it's got, you know, sometimes still playing the Anvil, sometimes still playing the Bowl of Citadel.
1: And then, like, there's a lot of good sideboard cards. we got Graft Digger's Cage, Damping Sphere, Weathered Runes, Stone, I think all of the Soul Guide Lancer, I would, I would also kind of rank those as some of the top uh, artifacts in Pioneer.
0: Absolutely.
1: So, you know, we got, we got some playable artifacts. I don't really play a lot of Modern or Legacy, but would you say that it's about the same amount, more or, or less uh, than the other formats?
0: I would say Pioneer is kind of less than the other older formats. Um, those have some, you know, more developed archetypes. You know, I don't think that, uh, I don't think that the affinity, like in Modern, has been super mm-hmm. popular for a while. Uh, you know, not, I'm not a Modern player, so maybe I'm wrong there. But there's always been good artifacts. You know, the Hammer Time deck is certainly a thing. There are decks that have run Moxon when those are legal mm-hmm. in any of those older formats, um, and definitely Vintage and Legacy have you know, artifact fully based decks. So I think, yeah, those are definitely more on the artifact side than Pioneer is. Okay.
1: Which leads me to my next question. In what areas would you say that Pioneer is lacking, you know, looking at those other formats, you know, what kind of artifacts do they need? Like, do they need more, um, I don't know, creature, artifact creatures, or, you know, I don't know, something that draws you cards. Like,
0: what, what do you think it's missing? Well, I think one of the biggest things that I've kind of said is missing from Pioneer for a while is some cheap mana rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't need a Mox and I don't need a zero mana artifact that we can use to make stuff. Although, you know, we, did, we kind of skipped over Mox Amber. But we don't have a two mana artifact that taps her mana, really. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have a Signet. We don't have a, um, you know, we don't have Mindstone. It's really surprising yeah. that we don't have that in the format. You know, it's something that's been in Historic for quite a long yeah. time, uh, even when that was a lower power overall format than Pioneer was. So I would love to see, you know, my, literally mindstone would be a great reprint, um, but anything that's comparable that, you know, it's two mana that taps for one with upside or at least like non-downside.
1: Wasn't like Sissé's Ring like also a mana rock? It's like three mana for two what is or that something, one?
0: I think. But it- well, yeah, we've got a million three mana ones, but the, the difference between three mana mono rocks and two mana mono rocks is enormous. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it, it's it's a shame, too, because, you know, especially, I, I, maybe we'll get something in this set, we'll see. Uh, but there's been a couple other sets where I was really hoping we get something, because I've always wanted to kind of make um, a deck that uses uh, more mana rocks. I believe, for example, the old Eldrazi uh, version, uh, say the standard version, was playing the, uh, the Archive, the four mana,
0: Oh yeah, Hadron uh, Yeah, archives.
1: yeah. I used to play that. I remember because it was card draw and it was it was ramp. And uh, you know, it's not. I don't think it's good enough for pioneer now. But I would love to see something like that to kind of enable, uh, you know, ramp decks, but also
0: not give devotion to mono green. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah. So, you know, the other place that there's probably not going to be one in Brothers War just because of these power stones, which is kind of a mm-hmm. new mechanic. We saw it. On the Karn previously, which the Karn as a standalone card did not seem very good, but it makes these power stones, which are, you know, they enter tapped and the artifacts that tap for, uh, you know, a colorless mana, but that mana can't be used on casting colored spells. Mm. So that's pretty broad. It means that you can cast colorless spells and artifacts. It means that you can activate abilities. It means you can, you know, pay for cycling costs that you can activate a land you know you can put mana into a land that makes different colored mana Mm -hmm. any of that works uh you just can't cast directly a colored spell Mm. with it um now the biggest thing there is like you know would two mana for a power stone be a card you'd play i feel like it wouldn't be for me
1: i mean if it comes into play tapped or something like that
0: yeah yeah like you know that comes into play tapped it can't be used in color i feel like you know if they just printed it like oh you can you know two mana. It's a power stone, mm-hmm. you know, uh, an artifact with the cre- with the type power stone and it has the same ability. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if that had upside somewhere, like if it had a decent, you know, if it's Karn's power stone yeah. and it, you know, does something else special, uh, maybe that would be good enough. Or like, would you, pl- like, how unreasonable would it be for a one mana power stone?
1: You mean like a soul ring or something like that? Like, kind of? Well, it, you know, it enters tapped. Mm-hmm. It doesn't
0: make mana that, that can ramp you fine. for a lot of things like yeah i think that'd be fine that's kind of what i'm thinking like i would like zero other upsides just one mana it's power stone and just yeah. tapped and it taps for colorless mana can't be used just cast colored
1: spells yeah, and we've said that before like on this podcast about how like the one mana uh cards in general are just kind of atrocious and pioneer we do not have a lot of good <laughs> yeah, one drops. Yeah. Red does not not amazing ones. Red has a lot of good one drops, but not not many other colors. Um, so yeah,
0: I is that a good segue? Is that you trying to segue into uh, monastery Swift We're getting reprinted? well. I maybe mean,
1: we can talk about that if you want, but I mean, it's already in pioneer, <laughs> so that's more for maybe yeah, we'll save that pioneer. for an explorer topic later on. Um, I would yeah, say, you're my explorer guys. Yeah, I ahead. would say equipment, not equipment. Well, okay, yeah, I might as well since I said it already. I would say equipment also is kind of lacking. Um, you know, when I was trying to make that red white, uh. What was the the new guy, the equip spells cost one, you know, sort of thing. The, but anyways, the Colossus Hammer deck. I've been trying to make that, trying to get it to work, and it just doesn't seem like it has good enough uh, equipment. You know, we don't have, like... Yeah, the,
0: they've been getting yeah. better. You know, it's it's one of those funny things where... um. Wizards has made some big mistakes with equipment in the Mm -hmm. past. And because of that, they've been extremely (laughs) safe with a lot of equipment. (laughs) They're getting better. You know, they're printing stuff like, you know, the Shadow Spear wasn't Mm -hmm. that long ago. Um, Things of that power level are very reasonable. And those are now seeing play in other formats, of course.
1: I wonder. I mean, this is something I'll probably bring up a little bit later when we get into, like, you know, what could be reprinted maybe in in, um, Pioneer. Maybe they should start thinking about reprinting, not reprinting, but remaking, like making a functional reprint of some of those powerful artifacts from the past, but just add in some kind of um, handicap, you know, like, uh, for example... Uh, a Grim Monolith uh, that, you know, you can only use for, like you said, this spell or something like that. Or a Jitte that has to be casted with, I don't know, black mana, three black mana or something like that. I think adding in the whole colored artifact mm-hmm. thing in the last few, what, it's been going on for a while, right? But I th- yeah, I, I think yeah. that's going to open up a lot, of, a lot of doors to get better artifacts in there. I'm just a little surprised we haven't seen more yet. You know what I mean? Because that's the problem. That's when you make a really good artifact, every deck plays it because it's colorless, and every deck can you know can play it. So what you need is something that can only be played in these colors, uh, but that also has a strong effect.
0: You know, it's probably also worth mentioning that if you're doing that you know, if you have a one black mana artifact, that isn't something you can grab with Urza's Saga, mm-hmm. so that lets it be a little bit, you know, a little bit more pushed without, uh, you know, making Urza's Saga's decks yeah. even stronger, yeah. which, like, that's kind of the you know, the issue is that Wizards' development cycle, it's, you know, what, like two years almost mm-hmm. between, between the time that they're, you know, planning stuff out and printing stuff, so now's when they're probably gonna start being like, oh man, Urza's Saga is a really good card impacting a lot of those formats, so... You know, in 2023, maybe we'll see cards that are you know, with that in mind. So it's one of those things where, you know, they don't act quickly. They act, they act very slow to change to adapt to some of these, you know, big things that they didn't mm-hmm. expect to have the impact they do. Um, and because of that, we're, you know, probably going to be a little delayed. So, yeah, now we're starting to see some better artifacts. I don't know if they'll pull back or if they'll, you know, do things like add more colors to them to make them more reasonable.
1: Do you, What do you think the chances are that we'll get some better equipments in this next set?
0: I'm not super... Into the idea that this is going to have to be the equipment mm-hmm. set, you know, it for you know, it, it's worth calling out. You know, Morrow had mentioned that this set only has one artifact with a colored mana in its mm. mana cost. Uh, But let me talk about prototype. Oh, yeah, because I think this is a really cool mechanic Uh, is this is something that's going to be on some of these cards. I believe it's just going to be on artifact cards, but I don't know that for sure. Um, But basically, the card has two monocosts, one of them that's on the top of the card and one of them that's in this prototype line. And if you cast it for the prototype monocost, then it has a different power Mm. and toughness, uh, a different color, a different monocost. It really counts as if it was that card. So it's kind of like a double face card, but they're both on the one Mm -hmm. face. The one example I think that we've gotten so far is this seven mana, seven, five menace, lifelink, artifact creature, Phyrexian Worm mm-hmm. called Phyrexian Gorger with ward where you have to pay life equal to its power. That's cool. Um, <laughs> that's a super cool <laughs> card. But yeah, you know, seven mana, it's a beater. It almost might, you know, I'm almost ready to be like, I'm not going to write that off just as a beater because that's still pretty sweet. But the cool part is you can cast it for one black, black as a three, three, and it still has the menace lifelink and ward pay mm-hmm. life equal to its power
1: i like the idea i think um you know it gives you that good late game if you need it but also uh you're not dead on the board if you draw it in your hand in your opening hand
0: yeah and obviously the fun thing with it is that you can do stuff like flicker it so you can uh you know flicker this card and as the three three and it'll come back as the seven, Oh, really yeah yeah. But yeah phasing doesn't do it uh phasing would not okay. no, phasing doesn't leave play yeah
1: um so yeah we we talked about equipment you know you're talking about this new creature here i would also say that artifact creatures are kind of lacking as well you know we lost ballista you know that's one that was like mm-hmm. really big i don't know if there's any other i mean golos i guess is really good it's another playable one maybe one of the best ones i mean it depends on on the metagame to be honest
0: but yeah, Scrap Heap Scounder still shows up from time yeah. to time, but mono black aggro hasn't really been a great deck, and it's been partially uh, replaced mm-hmm. with um the whatever the guy that boxes is. Shirtless dude who's in a boxing ring. <laughs>
1: uh, I would say Stonequail um, Serpent was good at one point. Again, it's kind of the meta-dependent. They used to see play in Auras, and that really was good because of Luris. I think.
0: Yes, it was also good because Portable Hole and... Uh, March of Otherworldly Light didn't mm-hmm. exist, which really, really shut down the insular artifact deck. And
1: another one I think that's good is Torrential Gear Hulk. Um, that sees some kind of some play in like that blue black, um, or sorry, the blue red Mag- magma opus deck. And uh, I want to say it also sees play in a Transmogrify blue black
0: control yeah. kind of decks. Yeah. But
1: uh, other yeah, than that, yeah. there's not a lot. Like I feel like we're missing out. Like you know, I remember back in Frontier days, you know, I, people were playing the uh, uh, the the green Gear Hulk. Uh, you know like hmm. in the uh what was it the um, if we had a scale scales. Yeah, step, scales. it was like the top mm-hmm. end
0: um i mean i can certainly tell you that i'm happy that we're no longer playing bolmat courier i was very glad to see mm. okay this is officially a dead card that card was never good i never liked it and i'm very happy that now we have better things like the phoenix Mm -hmm. to play instead of it Um, but are you kind of leading us into the fact that there are some cool artifact creatures in the set including with another mechanic i want to shout out which is unearth uh, is coming back Mm. on artifacts again specifically it looks like so another way that they're making you know artifacts that are colorless but with colored abilities Um, so unearth is that you can pay that cost, return to the battlefield, it gets haste, you exile at the beginning of the next end step, or if it would leave the battlefield, um, and you can do this as a sorcery. So like an example here, they've got a two mana construct. It's a three-one artifact creature that when it attacks, you exile a card from a graveyard, and you can unearth it for one and a black. So that that reminds me a little bit of like the Scrap Scrounger as far as you know three power attacking, ability to come back but only once is okay. Um yeah, I definitely looked at that card and I was like, "Oh man, Construct Tribal." My my pet deck in the back of my head, but I'm like, "Oh, that Construct Tribal Dream hmm. died when a Ballista yeah. got banned." So we'll put that back on the shelf. <laughs> uh, but th- these are cool. Yeah, I like that. You know, it's more artifacts with abilities. You know, we've seen like a white one. We've seen the one with Meld, which I'm going to get mm-hmm. to probably in a minute here. I mean, I, I uh, yeah, I was yeah. going
1: to say yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I think. I don't know if I would say any of these are playable, but I think we will definitely get a lot more artifact creatures in this set. We did get the um, what was it the modified creatures from, uh, what were they uh, uh Kanigawa?
0: The ones that turn into equipment, yeah. yeah That's kind of neat.
1: So that kind know. of fills a little bit of the gap. I still think we're, we're we need more, I mean, especially if uh, my dreams of you know playing in Seoul are ever gonna come to fruition.
0: <laughs> hey and you know i'll also mention it uh since i mentioned it before is like we're looking at some kind of artifact blink deck here because if you exile a creature that was unearthed mm-hmm. it sees it being exiled so that's fine mm-hmm. um it, it you can still bring it back like you know if you have this you know an unearthed creature in play and you play Yorion, then it'll come back mm-hmm. so you could there's some kind of deck you know i'm definitely thinking about like oh you know we've got charming prince we've got yorian Uh, Maybe some kind of, like, black-white blink deck is very much up my alley. I don't know if there's any chance of it being good, but that's the kind of thing that I'm going to be keeping an eye on with this set coming Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to talk about the next mechanic here, which is going to be Meld? Because, you know, the Phyrexian Dragon engine kind of leads us into that. Yeah, that's one of the There's this silly little, you know, it's a three-mana, two-two, double-strike. When it enters the battlefield from the graveyard, you can discard your hand and draw three cards, which is cool because it has unearth of three red-red. Um so you can do some funny things where you, like, I, I bet there's a way to, like, bring this back and... Ooh, okay, here we go. Sarah Paragon, yes, bring this back. I was back just thinking there was a card that does that, yeah. And then you'd get the, you know, enters from your battlefield. Actually, does that count? Yeah, I think that still mm-hmm. counts as casting it from your graveyard. Um, you would discard your hand and draw three cards. It. Or you can unearth it for three red-red. But what this has well is it melds with mishra mm. yeah um so this one of the one of the like three mishras in the set i want to say yeah
1: <laughs> mishra lost uh, four if you X, yeah, right is what he knows yeah i'm into. like
0: let me find that one that so one's it's a nine
1: nine the... whenever uh he enters a battlefield or attacks uh you get to choose three target opponent discards two cards mishra deals three damage to any target uh, destroy a target artifact or planeswalker uh, creatures you control get menace and trample to the end of turn, or creatures you don't control get minus one, minus one until the end of turn, or
0: create two tapped power stone tokens. Yeah, so that, that's the big payoff. The The other car, uh, half of this card is the four mana, three, five, and when it attacks, each opponent loses X life. You gain X life or X is the number of attacking creatures, and if you're attacking with this and the dragon engine, then you exile both of them and it comes back as that melded. You immediately get the effect and it's attacking as a nine nine um that's pretty cool plus you know if you had unearthed the dragon engine to do this then it'll ignore the unearthed text so what's what's meld again you're not gonna have to worry about melds it. during the attack phase or is it during meld it's different for the few cards that have had it but basically you take both of these cards you flip them but over when does it happen and you stack them on top of each other um they become one card but when does it so happen the ba- does that... it happen as soon as they enter the battlefield is it an etb effect it's different for each card so for mishra it says that when hit it and the dragon engine are attacking uh so basically when both of them attack then you do it
1: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so there's you know i it's yet to see if these are playable so i don't know if i'm you know giving rules for people that will never need to use Mm -hmm. them but like some some specific things like the monocost of that backside card it's the combined monocost of the two of them so for this dragon engine it would be three from the dragon engine and it would be two black red from Mishra. So the, the monocost of Mishra lost to Phyrexia is five black red. Mm. Um, if it goes anywhere, you know, if they destroy it, both cards go to your graveyard. If they exile it and, um, you know, both cards go to exile. If they blink it, both cards go to exile and come back into play Mm. separately. Um, yeah, you know, like if they shuffle into your deck, both cards get shuffled into your deck separately. So they basically, you know, just are treated as one card from their point forward. And if they get, you know, bounce to your hand, both go to your hand. Kind of Thank thing. you
1: for the uh, judge uh, information. And <laughs> yes. just, just to shout out our oh. Discord, uh, Kevin's Corner Cases. If you have any questions about how yes, a card so plays. I always
0: love these kind of weird role yeah. uh, interactions. So I'm always looking for those kind of things. Um, have a Discord channel for that. <laughs> do we want to talk about the... Yeah, so there's an Urza and a Titania as well, and I believe that those are the only meld cards we're going to see in the set is just those three mm. pairings.
1: I'm actually excited about uh, the Titania. I mean, I, w- I was going to talk about it a little bit later, but I'm, I'm I'm always excited for a card that could possibly see play in, like, a, uh, a Scape Shift-type deck. So, the like, Titania's ability three four for three and when one or more land cards are put into your graveyard from anywhere you gain to life that's basically what the deck i wouldn't say basically but that really helps the deck out so you stay alive and then at the beginning of your upkeep if there are four more lands in your graveyard and you own titania uh was it voice of gaia and uh land named argroth sanctum of nature exile them and meld them into titania gaia incarnate
0: yeah, and just, you know, you skipped over the word own and control. That's another one of those kind own of corner control, cases yeah. where, in order to meld the cards, you have to not only be the controller of them, but own the cards. You can't, you can never accidentally meld with an opponent's card, kind of yeah,
1: thing. Yeah, and then the land, it uh, comes into play tapped unless you have a legendary green creature. And uh, it has uh, add green or four mana and tap it to make a 2 2 bear uh, token that also mills. So they're really trying to push for scapeshift. Do you want to read the opposite side, the melded side?
0: Uh, yeah, so once they meld together, they become a... Uh, this one melds at your upkeep, and it becomes a star-star vigilance reach trample haste elemental avatar. Uh, its power and toughness are equal to the number of lands you control, and when it enters the battlefield, you return all lands from your graveyard to the battlefield tap. So if you did do something like scapeshift, if you've got you know nine lands in your graveyard, nine lands in play, this is now an 1818 vigilance reach trample mm. haste. Uh, and you can pay four to put four plus and one plus counters on a land you control and make it a zero zero elemental with haste. Nice, love it. <laughs> it's so tinny. Yeah, d- definitely could be. You know, if you have a way to you know escape shift this turn, have Titania in play, gain a bunch of life to stabilize, and then maybe you can swim with a giant Gaia yeah. avatar.
1: Yeah, but you need you need to protect Titania and other stuff. So uh, I don't know. Um, what else could you grab to? Uh, that's yeah. the problem. That's
0: always the biggest problem. Is like man, Thassi just destroys
1: these types of decks.
0: Or you know, removal spell on your yeah. Titania would be bad. You also skipped over. You know, if Titania has reach. She's a three-four mm-hmm. reach um, that can gain you some life with like your fetch lands. Yeah. Well, you not know, fetch, not but... not fetch land fetch lands, but your fabled passage yeah. and stuff um, with your channel lands, anything like that. I mean, I uh, I think that's a cool card that could definitely be playable. Could play mono green, and not just in like elementals. Do mono green. I don't see why you
1: would need another thing, unless you wanted some sure, some. Sure. Uh, how can I say? Uh, ma- how can I say? Creature, mana creature, or land creature. You had a counter on
0: that. And you know, you know, maybe this will end up in mono green. Uh, you know, lands go into your graveyard when you flip them over by oh, milling yeah. with your cavalier. Yeah. Um, you can lands go into your graveyard when you sacrifice them to your old growth yeah. troll. Uh, you know, there's a few ways that you can definitely make that work for this deck. Uh-huh. The life gain,
1: maybe, maybe. And I mean, playing the green one, one or two of the. Uh, the sanctums, I mean you could play four if you wanted to.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, it's non-legendary, which is pretty cool. Um you don't have many legendary green creatures in that mm-hmm. deck, uh, even with this one we're talking about adding, but the ability to just pay four and make a yeah. bear is, is kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um so go You want to talk about the last one of those, Urza, or do we I mean do you want to? You Cause... know, it's blue, so you don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean if you want to the blue white one right i'll just do a quick once over it you know it's a two four for three one white blue artifacts and sorcerers use cast cost one less he's a human artificer um, you can pay seven and if you own him and the Mightstone stone and weak stone which is an artifact card that i'll talk about in a second you meld them together as a planeswalker um, so the Mightstone stone and weak stone is a five mana power stone legendary artifact when it enters battlefield you choose one you either draw two uh, or you give a creature minus five, minus five, and it taps for, you know, it's basically a double power stone where it taps for two mana that can't be spent on non-artifact spells. Mm. Uh, so yeah, those two merge together. Um, you know, This one has a nice kind of curve where Urza costs three. He makes the Might Stone and Weak Stone cost four. Uh, they make two more mana so you can activate his ability for seven. They merge together into a just crazy planeswalker that can use its abilities twice a turn. Um, I'll just real quick read them. Plus two artifacts and sorcery spells, you cost, to cost two less this turn, and you gain two life. Um, plus one, draw two cards and discard a card. Zero, create two 1-1 uh, one, one soldier tokens. Minus three, exile target non-land permanent. Minus ten artifacts and planeswalkers you control, gain indestructible end of turn, destroy all non-land mm. permanents. And again, you can do two of these. So you could just be like, oh, I'm just going to dump them out and make four soldiers. Or I'm going to exile two permanents. Like, he's kind of nutty. Go up to two and then use again to minus ten <laughs> the next turn. Yeah, there you go. Jeez.
1: Busted. He's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. Um yeah, and I I keep on noticing like there's difference. I was thinking there was another uh Urza at, at uh rare as
0: well. So there is, so yeah. So each of these traveling? has three the of why? them. like uh, I think they're so I know there's time travel. I haven't followed the story of this too much because I think that like to ferry and at least Teferi is coming from the current time back into the time of the Brothers mm-hmm. War, and apparently maybe changing some things. Uh, but yes, there are three Urzas and three Mishras, so um, those those are going to be kind of cool too. Nothing that I super had to call oh, yeah, out, just like you know, there's a four mana okay, Urza, man. a five mana Mishra, yeah, yeah. and then each of them has a yeah, each of them has like a three mana uncommon. I see, I see.
1: Um, going back to my original question, other artifacts that are kind of lacking. We said equipment. We said creatures. I would also say vehicles because, like, really the only good ones are Sikis, Chariot, and Parhelion right now. Um, we haven't really... has really like, yeah well, Boat. Yeah, Boat as well. Yeah. But, like, um, I, I said this before when we were talking about Parhelion decks in the metagame. I would love to see something that's, you know, possibly non-green. You know, something that's either going to be another good red one or a good blue one or even a good black one that uh, would fit in with like a, a Mardu uh,
0: version of the deck or an Asper version of the deck. <laughs> yeah, you know, I thought that the black artifact looked okay. The, the one they made for like model black aggro, it just never really got there. It's another place where they were being careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I'm, I understand that, you know, when they first came out with vehicles. Smuggler's Copter was way good, and they've been very hesitant to be at that power level again. You know, also Heart of Kieran was very good in that, in that uh, power mm-hmm. level. Uh, so we're kind of waiting to see like what else uh, comes through from this.
1: Um. So if there's well, I was, actually, I was gonna ask you one more time. Anything else you think you know that the Pioneer
0: format is lacking? Because I have another question that kind of ties into this. I mean, maybe a wild. Like, just, just on the top of my head, I feel like sweepers are kind of weak in Pioneer. Maybe I'm wrong there, but it feels like they're not effective in the right ways. Sweepers for
1: artifacts like, uh, for example, the um, uh, ratchet bomb type effect? No, I just meant like sweepers in oh, general. Like, but I meant for artifacts.
0: Oh, uh, okay. You're, you're just focused on yeah, artifacts. Yeah, since it's like an artifact um,
1: theme with, you know, Urza's yeah, brothers or thing.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure.
1: All right, well, this leads in my next question. Like I said, if we could reprint or make, I don't know, functional reprints of some cards that are currently in uh, Modern or Legacy, what would you like to see? Like, what do you think could come into Pioneer and, you know, not be broken?
0: Well, it's kind of funny because there's probably a lot. Like, I think that... Um Sorry, well, uh, so Stoneforge Mystic wouldn't be broken at all just because we were just saying that the uh, equipment isn't mm-hmm. that great. You know, I think that Tarmogoyf wouldn't really be broken because we don't well, have fetches. We artifact don't have cards. Fast mana. I'm talking about artifact, artifact cards. cards. Well, that, again, that, it's, that, those count. Both of fine, those count. But I'm saying,
1: I want to keep it artifact themed. Like No, they both count. Okay. <laughs> but, like, for example,
0: both of them care about artifacts. I'm counting them. Uh,
1: you know, for example, we, I said we need more equipment. I think Rune Chanters Pike would be fine. I do not know what that That is card the two-mana uh, Innistrad artifact uh, or equipment with two-mana equip and uh, target creature gets plus X plus zero uh, for each, I want to say, instant or sorcery in your graveyard. So, it, okay. we, you know, they used to play it in um, Geist of St. Traffta decks with Delver uh, during uh, Innistrad, that Innistrad. Sorry, standard in Innistrad. Uh, but, you know, with something like, I don't know, we could play it in... I mean, of course, you can make your own Delver deck and put it in a Prowess deck. You could put it in a uh, maybe Phoenix deck of sorts. But I think that would not be a busted card. I think it would be fine.
0: Yes, I don't think that would be a good card. Not good? (laughs) uh, No, I don't think that sounds very good. Um, I think we were talking about Relic. There's some fun ones. Like, I bet Grafted War Gear would be cool. What's that one? That one's it's zero mana to equip and it's plus 3 plus 2. I think it's three mana to cast, but when you when it becomes unequipped from a creature, you sacrifice that creature. Mm.
1: Yeah, I don't this is sound um, too too bad.
0: Yeah, so you know, it's a free sacrifice outlet, but it's also like a power buff and it's a uh, you know, has some downside if you can unequip it. I think that, you know, like Sunforger would kind of be a fun card is that just the six like mana I know one? people love that card. No, that's the one where you like pay. Mo- Here, let me let me look up the exact. Oh, is that the today. Boros one? It's kind one? of a commander card. Yeah, it's the Boros one. It's three to cast, three to equip. You can it gives plus four plus zero, and you can pay red and white, unattach it, and search for a red or white instant or sorcery, mm. uh, just instant card with converted mana cost four or less, and cast okay. it for free. It's kind of neat. Yeah, I wouldn't say that's
1: too busted. Um, but we were talking about Relic of Progenitus before as well. I think one of our other. Um, Episodes. I think that would be fine in Pioneer. It's just the names, probably. Keeping yeah, that it would out. be
0: fine. I, yeah, I think that I don't love it because I feel like we have a couple different artifact graveyard hate mm-hmm. cards right now that are definitely all a little bit less powerful than Relic of Progenitus. Mm-hmm but they see play at different times. Like I feel like there are times when people play graph digger's cage. There are times that people go like, Oh, you know, I need to go in for weathered runestone. There's times where people are like, Hey, I want the effect of getting everything at once. So I'm going to go with, um, what's the one you exile to get rid of their whole graveyard. Uh, is that
1: the soul guide um, lantern? Yes.
0: Yeah, like soul guide lantern. Um, you know, maybe a little bit less right now, but I do like the fact that there are different ones at different power levels, mm. and I think that if we had Relic of it would be that would be the one and only that yeah. we'd see playing. Okay. So uh, I like that the power level has been consistent of the ones we have playable in Pine.
1: Okay. What about um, Artifact Matters cards, like uh, Master of Ethereum? You know, it gives plus and plus one to all artifact creatures, and uh, what's the other ability? It's power and toughness are equal to the number of artifacts you control. It's a three mana.
0: That'd be pretty cool. Um, you know, I bet also, as long as we're thinking about like a- anything that's in affinity, uh, like I don't think that I mean, yeah. Ravager would be any problem, mm-hmm. especially without having uh ballista in the mm-hmm. format. Ravager would be kind of cool. Yeah,
1: I would like to see Ravager. You know, we probably have to play that with, uh, we're talking about Arcbound Ravager. Yeah, sure for who yeah with modular card, yeah. and stuff like that. Or just, you know, you know, they've been kind of like making some evergreen words, and it's like, you know, you could just re-release that with a different name, just write it out instead of saying modular, and then you don't have to like say that you're remaking that. Um, um,
0: Ooh, we should talk yeah. about that, as long as you mentioned evergreen. You know, kind of cool little thing that we found out is that they are changing some cards that for some new some mechanics that they are making kind of evergreen, mm-hmm. kind of deciduous. Um, so cards that have landfall, but didn't say mm. landfall on them are going to say landfall on them in the Oracle text and new printings. And the bigger one is that cards that say, look at the top, mm. you know, number of cards of your library, put any number in your graveyard, put the rest on top in any order. Mm. Those are now going to say surveil. Yep. So, um, consider for example, you know, one blue mana is now going to say surveil one draw card. Uh, and that's kind of cool because there are a few cards from that set that cared about surveil, and we may see some new ones in the future. Is you know the expectation is that they're making this change because we're going to see surveil cards yeah. coming soon, and uh, that's matters. kind of cool. There's some surveil payoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to be good enough. Uh, I'm happy to try playing with them, but it's it's some cool news we got recently that we're happy to talk about because it maybe could possibly matter in Pioneer and probably nowhere else. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, I was listening to the Playing Explorer podcast,
1: and they were talking about that in Explorer. So, uh, that would be kind of fun to play with. I'd, I'd be willing to get rid of my, uh, no blue, uh, rule for a moment to try that out. All uh, right. A couple other cards I would like to see that I think aren't overpowered for Pioneer. Ethersworn Canonist, which is basically, um, how can I say? It's like, it's not Damping Sphere, but, uh. It's like Deafening Silence, but for Artifacts, or not for Artifacts, for everything but Artifacts. For non-Artifacts, yeah. Yeah, it's like a 2-1, I think it's a 2-1 or 2-2 two, two creature for two, and uh, if you can only cast
0: one non-Artifact spell a turn. I don't think that'd be Yes, yeah, that. we've got a couple versions of that card, but yeah, that, that would be fine. Uh, you know, that's a nice one. That's probably the best of them that's in older formats. Mm-hmm. What do you think about... Um... What well, What can I remember? Vile. I would like that. I don't think it'd be too busted in this, but you can
1: maybe, like I said, just do a functional reprint, like it's one mana, um, or it could even be two mana,
0: you know. I feel like you can't make it any weaker. Like, it, making it two mana makes it unplayable okay, in Okay, so one mana,
1: and then maybe make it so like you have to choose a tribe or something like that.
0: That would be a cool twist. Because right now, it's like um, any you know, one mana would...
1: creature could just be put right into play, right? Like if he has one yeah, counter. yeah. So, But if you
0: say tribal, not so broken. Yeah, that'd be really interesting, especially because like I'm trying to think older formats. Like I don't feel like any, you know, I don't feel like you could play a fifth Aether Vial in like Merfolk or in humans mm-hmm. or a- any of you. Like I, even though it would be a functional fifth copy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting that I don't know if those decks could afford to take a fifth copy, mm. uh, to play that, but maybe like, maybe it's just like, Hey, the deck, the hands where I have a turn one vial are so much different from ones. Mm-hmm. I don't, that would be really cool. That would be a card. I would love to see, uh, wizards listen to our podcast. Cause we're the coolest people ever. And the other card
1: I thought maybe we could, maybe we could see play is, uh, engineered explosives. So that has sunburst. I believe it's a, uh, you can put X counters equal to the number of colors, uh, used to, uh, to, to cast it or to put the X and put it into play, but maybe we could change it to converge, uh, you know, from like the Battle from Zendikar block, or we could change it to uh, domain or something like that. Uh, I don't know if that would that would that weaken it enough that you'd have to play like all five colors.
0: Yeah, you'd um, have to have five maybe. land
1: types. <laughs> you know, only Niv can go play crazy. It.
0: Well, Niv and you know anything that's running enough, uh, you know, Niv. More so, uh, you yeah, know, honestly, more than Niv, it's uh, it's an enigmatic, Niv, mm-hmm. is the deck that plays all five colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just an idea. I think I wouldn't think it would be too
1: broken. Um, yeah, there's a couple fun cards. I mean, anything else you can think of that you would like to see printed into Pioneer? Some artifact or artifact matters card?
0: I uh, can't think of anything too much. Hmm.
1: Um, because another, so I had a couple more actually. Uh, I kind of went through. Those are like the straight up artifact cards, but artifact matters. Uh, I would like to see Thought Cast for artifacts. Okay. So that's the affinity. Uh, It's like five mana and it's got affinity. And uh, it's like draw three cards, I think, or draw two cards. So basically, if you have a lot of artifacts in play, you get to draw for like one, draw two cards for one mana as sorcery speed. Uh, Yeah. Tempered Steel, another card I loved when I was playing Scars of Mirrodin Standard. So that's the uh, three mana white uh, uh, enchantment that gives all artifact creatures plus two, plus two. I don't think we have enough good uh, artifact creatures to make it great. You know, in that format, we had like Signal Pest and Mem Nights and all these other zero mm-hmm. drops. We have, you know, what well, we have, Ginger Brute and and uh, what would he call it? <laughs> no, yeah.
0: we yeah. said no more Ginger brew. Oh, no, Ginger Brute's yeah. fine. It's uh, a yeah. yeah. moment. Well, we got, got playing. Playing. a lot of one drops and stuff like that, but they're not, they're not that good.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: History. Yeah, you know, I'm looking back mm. at like what's in modern as far as artifacts. Um, how about Expedition Map? How do you feel about so that? So that's one? the one that searches for any card. It's one mana, yeah, two to tap and sacrifice searches for any land card puts into your hand. Um, so you know, I, we'd kind of talked about like, hey, when we thought there might be a mm. chance that the Urza's lands mm. would be printed into Pioneer, we're like, hey, you know, we don't have any way to find them. So I was like, what if we had Expedition Map? Yeah, um, or even a glad to say that reprints. those are not being printed. But but yeah yeah something similar. Um, where it can find any land we don't really have that so so right now we have what
1: sylvan scrying and uh the elf the one two elf i think for one mana that's you know you can sacrifice the land to search for a
0: yeah he's kind of Mm. bad you know i guess this is mostly just helping a lotus Mm -hmm. field if we had something like expedition map um so maybe maybe we don't want that but uh it'd be cool in pioneer mm. because there are like if there was a deck that could, you know, if you're mono green, you could play Expedition mm-hmm. Map in your sideboard, find it to grab your one copy of Besageu for when you mm-hmm. need it. Like that—that's kind of cool interaction yeah. that would add to the format slightly. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I'm not against it. I don't think there's enough good lands to actually break it, so it would be fine. Uh, we were talking about uh, not mana dorks, but uh, mana rocks earlier, and Historic yes. actually has a really good uh, mana rock slash creature, Guardian Idol. Have you seen that card? It's like a two two uh creature that comes or sorry, it's a two two mana rack mana rock that comes sorry. It's a two mana mana rock that comes into play taps and you pay two mana to make it a two two. Hmm. Uh, I think that would be perfect power level for Pioneer. And I, yes, I did that alliteration purposely. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Like if we
0: That could be reasonable. Yeah, I don't think that's a, that would be
1: strong um a
0: couple other fun cards that
1: i guess kind of uh artifact hate cards i would say acidic slime what do you think about that
0: i don't think that's a playable card wouldn't
1: be good enough flash it and get rid of people's lands
0: that card really doesn't see play anywhere anymore you know that used to be a popular commander mm-hmm. card as like a way to destroy a land or something and i feel like even there it's kind of gotten outclassed uh, i don't think that holds up no. at all for pioneer but in, in decks no <laughs> yes, I will put it in every Panharmonicon yeah. meta deck in the format and it will see zero play. Huh. <laughs> um other cards, uh white had some really good removal cards,
1: A dispatch, that had metalcraft, so it's like one inst- it's one mana white instant and uh you can uh, play it without any artifacts just tap a creature, but if you have three or more artifacts, it's exiles a target creature. So that's something that pretty much only okay. uh, how could I say, uh, artifact based yeah. decks would be able to play. And then Dust the Dust. You know, this is a big pauper card. It's XL two artifacts for uh, three mana at sorcery speed. It's like one white and a white. I don't think that would be too busted for the format.
0: Yeah, I don't think it would be too busted just because
1: we, we don't have those artifact decks in the yeah. format. But, you know, again, we're, we're going to continue to get artifacts. Uh, you, know, yes, always. you know, the format's going to get bigger and bigger, and it will be necessary to have stuff like that in the future I think. Like a big upgrade you know to like something like Revoke Existence or whatever else or well, I guess I don't know it, it, March would still be really good
0: Yeah it yeah. would still be good Um. So do you want to get back to anything else that has been spoiled for um, for Brothers War? Yeah I mean is there any other cards you're excited about? We can talk about that we can finish up with
1: cards we uh, are looking, looking at like I said, you, I, Titania, I was excited about that. I think that's going to be a fun card to play with. I'm excited for the uh, the rest of the Painlands, finally. Hmm.
0: You know, we get Brushland. Oh, yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, those those are definitely worth mentioning, is that we now get Brushland, and the other one that we didn't River. have is Underground Sea. So underground Black, River. Blue, Sea, Woo. Underground, yeah. <laughs> underground River. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's Scrubland and Underground Sea, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah Underground River. So, Blue, Black decks, which... You know, there aren't really any that I can think of that are like, oh, it's a blue-black aggro deck that needs a early untapped land. Um, You know, maybe, maybe, you know, I kind of ate my words with uh, like, oh, you know, nothing's being held back by uh, not having the lands. But maybe, maybe there is a blue-black aggro deck that's being held back. You know, maybe it's something like a blue-black tempo. Mm -hmm. I would love to see something like that be good. Brushland, I think green-white, you know, there could definitely be some things like humans. There could be some things like uh let me think what else is kind of fitting for that in the white green you mean yeah green white you know um maybe we could see something like a scales deck again yeah
1: i mean uh, it's kind of switched away from black uh i mean i guess you still would play black but yeah well it's a small percentages you know it's going to make a a change in the formats you know little by little and people go hey this actually works now um i don't have the time to you know kind of go through everything and see how much better it makes it so i'll i'll let you guys at home do that <laughs> then i'll then on okay. the deck okay um <laughs> yeah anything else i'm looking at mythic spoiler here
0: any other good stuff you're excited about yeah, not too much else. You know, there's a new Mishra's land which looks mediocre, but maybe it's going to end up being good. Um we got the commands. We got Kyla's command, and Mishra's command. Mishra seems mad. Yeah, my first instinct was that those weren't very good, so I'm going to have to see. You know, we got a new we got a mythic uh that's a an anthem and it looks kind of bad, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see it now. Uh, we got Feldon. on um what what I have been liking is there's been a ton of three mana or less um legendaries in this mm-hmm. set. I'm waiting to see the legendary payoff because you know someone was foolish and decided to ban Kethys, but there's been a ton of uh you know two, three, four mana legends in this set. So I'm excited to see like what's the payoff for hey, my next you know, ninety percent legendary mm-hmm. creatures, what do I get? Mox Amber uh gets better, right? Yeah, maybe. Um, You know, I can look at, yeah, this Felden Rune on Excavator is a cool one um, for some kind of red aggro list, I think. You know, it would have to be a non-Obosh list, but it's two mana for a 2-2 haste that can't block, but when it's dealt damage, you exile that many cards on top of your library. Choose one of them, and you can play that until your next turn. So, you know, it's just a 2-2 haste, Mm -hmm. but later on, like, you swing this into their 5-6, and they absolutely can't block it, or you draw five cards. I mean,
1: um, this is just another card I think that can go into Bard class. That's one of my fun pet decks. That you know some people are playing yeah. with because you know that i want to say it makes all of them two less
0: to, to cast one less it green makes them cost red green yeah. less so this would still cost one, one to cast so that's fine i feel like you can't be a pioneer content creator if you don't love bard class yes <laughs> <laughs> just one of those things yeah so yeah we got we got three days of uh
1: how can i say we got three days of of spoilers so far you know it's just just a a, a paste at the moment i'm, I'm looking yes. forward to what we're getting and and again like i said if we're making um kind of like predictions for what's going to happen for the rest of the set i'm really hoping we get some better vehicles and some better creatures our artifact creatures uh to kind of yes that would be fill very in cool. those those missing pieces or sorry, the missing parts of uh pioneer <sighs> yeah. okay but yeah Uh, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about today. Just kind of get people excited about the new sets, you know, and and about artifacts.
0: Very cool. All right. Well, uh do you have anything else to say otherwise i think we can wrap it up and we can wait for some more spoilers coming out from this set you know they usually go pretty quick i didn't check if it's going to be done next week uh you know i'm starting a new job next week Mm. so it might be a little crazy for us but i'll be sure to be keeping an eye out uh tweeting out anything that's super exciting for pioneer Mm -hmm. and if you guys want to be up to date on those the best thing to do is to go ahead and follow us at MTG pioneer on twitter you can also find a link to our discord there to stay more in touch uh have conversations with the cards as they're being spoiled well, with us about yeah. the cards, not yeah. with the cards.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you guys can find me on Twitter as well at uh, Yo Japan Hobbyist. I'm also very active in the Discord, loving, you know, talking about all the spoilers and you know, brewing up new ideas and stuff like that. So come on in, hang out.
0: All right, that's going to bring us to the end of our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are the first pioneers podcast. We look forward to being your go-to source for pioneer information online. Your first pioneers are spoiling out.